0: You need a long shot for a big score? You need Silly Underdog Picks.
1: There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. It
0: may be a long shot, but it's all you've got. It's time to pick your dark horse. It's not your nose. This is Silly Underdog Picks. Brought to you by Volunteer Jose Gaskin. Silly Underdog Picks. Now, Darren donna can chase. Underdog. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. Underdog is here. If I'm being totally honest, I've had more fun picking my nose than these picks. That's just honesty for me. Darren McFarlane, Jace McCabe alongside Ryan Porth. This should make everybody, well, should make definitely one member of the panel very happy. That would be Kelly Holcomb. Ryan Porth sitting in for the commission. Why does that make Kelly Holcomb happy? because he's been he's been complaining about the commissioner's work or lack of for years. Okay.
2: Well, I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't done a whole lot of work going into this,
0: you know, filling
2: for well, Willie it's Donick. It's not your
0: job. That's his point. That's his job. Mhm. Mhm. It's not your okay. job. But I know as the are you I don't know if you're an assistant, if you're a deputy or what. You're going to take up for all of the above. The commissioner, but Sure. Of, Kelly's point is, it's you know, it's his job to do that stuff. Yeah, it is Willie's job to do that stuff. And what's he doing right now?
2: Uh, probably watching grown men skate on ice. Is it,
0: they're not even skating yet. Oh, uh, you never know. No, I do know, actually.
2: Coyotes may have a different schedule.
0: <laughs> you think he's watching the Coyotes right now? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, okay. Forever Titan. Wide receiver. Chris Sanders Hey bud. Yeah, didn't get a didn't get a check-in from you this weekend. Of, know, hey man. buddy, what's going hey. on?
1: How's everything hey. going? Hey, I just need to ask have uh have you won any yet? Uh-huh. I'm just asking. I mean, uh-huh. the 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 fans want to know.
0: Well, first of all, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> you would know. You would know and everybody else would know. <laughs> so if I'm being quiet, or start off the hour by saying, "I would rather pick my nose than make these picks." I think you kind of know the answer there, Chris Sanders. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, Well, I'm glad you're doing good, man. You're you're, you're a guy that is have is just a good sport,
0: uh-huh. and
1: but you just keep on doing it.
0: I know, I know. It's very nice of you. I know you're rooting for me.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: you could at least lied. Who do you have? Yeah. Who do you guys play tonight?
1: Uh no, we're off this week. You're off, okay? Yes, I'm headed to Gatlinburg, and I'm gonna get on every ride at Dollywood. Oh,
3: all that'll right. be fun. That'll
1: be a yeah. Great I'm gonna have a little fun, man. And me and my girlfriend's going up there. We're gonna have a good time, and we're just gonna gloat that we're still in first place.
0: Hey, are you scared
1: <laughs> of heights? Nah, uh, no, not really.
0: Okay, not they've really. got a big new. It's brand new, and it's I think it's the tallest like walking bridge.
1: Uh, I'm in the U.S.? That.
0: Yeah, where you just go across, uh, like, two mountains.
1: Uh, no, I'm not doing that. That's that's a wrap. Okay, well, I'm just
0: just a friendly suggestion.
1: <laughs> I'm not Ooh. doing that. I'll eat a whole bunch of food and just gloat on my wings. Okay. That's
0: all. Let's bring in uh, one Kelly Holcomb. I know they have a big matchup tonight, uh, a little battle of Rutherford County, the Patriots and the Warriors. Kelly, what's
3: going on? Well, it's
4: actually tomorrow night, but that's a – I mean, I, I'd like to play it tonight. I'm did I say go. tonight? You, sure did. you did. There I'm are sorry. a lot of I'm games
3: tonight. I think. I'm sorry.
0: Oh. I meant tomorrow
4: yeah. night. Hey, I've got I've got two things. Is there any way that Chris can get off and we can put his girlfriend on the phone? <laughs> just, go, just go ahead and make that change. And two, I like, I like the uh, commiss talk. But is the commiss trying to be a real commissioner with texting everybody's standings now? He's he's never done that in the ten years that I've done this, and now he's starting. Since he's getting a little eat for me. He's starting to put everybody's, you know, wins and losses and what we did. Like, I mean, are we serious?
0: Well, I think this this is you. Kind of, I don't know if you meant to pat yourself on the back, but I think he's feeling the heat. What you said, I
4: think so too. I think so too. So he's acting like a commissioner finally.
0: Hey, it took long enough. Well, if he was acting exactly. like the commissioner, he'd be on the air right now. I mean, that's well, just me. True. That's just me. True. Burn. Hashtag burn. <laughs>
3: that's true. <laughs>
0: Uh, Lol. <laughs> uh, real quick, Kelly, through your quarterback eyes, let's. Uh, hey baby, do you have the keys?
1: Keys
0: what do you? What did you make of the move? Uh, <laughs> do you have the keys? Yeah. Did hey, can, keys? give Chris his keys. Can you give Chris his keys? <laughs> oh. he's looking for his keys. <laughs>
1: no, I'm going to put him on hold.
4: What did I think of the move? I um, Ryan Tannehill
0: I... is going to be the starter. What do you think?
4: Yeah, I. I knew it was coming. Did y'all, y'all y'all know it's coming too? I mean, it, it just looks like Marcus is he, he is he has lost his confidence. I mean, I, I, I truly believe that. I mean, I you know he's got he's got a deal now that in the in the National Football League and and Chris will tell you this. I mean, quarterbacks cannot wait for a guy to be open. We have to throw them open. And it seems like Marcus is just waiting for guys to be open, and he's not. He's just unsure of himself. That's just what it looks like to me.
0: In all seriousness, can you explain to everybody out there listening, and I'm being serious with this because there's a lot of people, fans think if you're a professional athlete and you're at the highest level and you get paid millions of dollars, you are always just oozing with confidence. That and I've tried to, and I've tried to explain yeah. to people professional athletes lose confidence all the time. Can you
4: confidence that's, and that's what I try to explain to my son. Confidence is a very fleeting thing, man. One day you can be up and then the next next game you lose your confidence and then it takes a you know it takes a couple of snaps it might even take the rest of the game to get you going again, but if you start, you know, it's just like a it's just like a batter in professional baseball, it gets into a slump. I mean, that gets into your head. Confidence is a fleeting thing sometimes, and, and it just looks like he's not playing with any. It's like, you know, It looks like he's, he just like I said, he's waiting for receivers to get open. In the National Football League, you cannot do that. You ha- have to anticipate where the defender's going, and you have to throw it off guys' ears. You have to throw it in front of them. The, the, the windows from college and the pros are totally different, and, and it just looks like, He's kind of, you know, he's, he's waiting for guys to get open instead of throwing them open. And it's it's a confidence bill
1: right now for him.
0: Hmm. I'm a professional broadcaster. I make millions. And this contest has made me lose all of my confidence. So there's <laughs> another prime example. Uh, somebody who's never lost confidence is one Derek Mason. He is definitely oozing with confidence. D-Mace, a part of Morning Drive, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Derek, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing well. How about
0: the I'm Going fantastic. How's the cell service in the gated community?
1: Hey man, it's, it's spotty at best but Right now I'm sitting um on the counter, my right arm up and um my left eye closed. So hopefully the will will stay as it
0: is. Okay. Uh if you could send the pool boy home and walk out to the pool, I think there's better service out there. <laughs> we'll see if we can work on that. Um or go to the West Wing, if you could. Nick Cale is also a part of Morning Drive with d Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Nick, how are you?
4: d much like the Titans, I've lost my confidence. I can't string together wins. I'm seeking answers.
0: It's real. It, that's what we're trying to tell. That's the message today. It's real. You can lose your confidence.
4: Agreed. And I'm with you as well. I've had more fun lately picking my nose and my butt, to be honest.
0: Okay. Well, you went a step further. Thank you for that graphic. Uh, Ryan Porth, this is where you step in and become the commissioner.
2: Yes. So last week online, our winner was Kim Venable. She had a weekly score of 32 points. She is the winner of a pair of tickets to the Music City Bowl at Nissan Stadium on December 30th. So congratulations to Kim. Now, to recap what you guys did last week, can we just make this quick and say all of y'all were losers? Oh, we were over?
3: (laughs) You you don't want to do a... uh... A, a true review? No, we'll, we'll see do a true how bad, review.
2: how bad were we. But, but I'm talking to a bunch of losers right now. Wow. Le, le, let me, uh, let me just you. make that clear. I, I'm kidding. So, Derek Mason had the first pick last week. He confidently picked Rutgers.
1: <laughs>
2: 27.5 point dogs at Indiana, and they lose. And Indiana covered. Indiana wins thirty-five
0: nothing. Yeah, Dime. Your thoughts? <laughs> good talk.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good point. Moving on. Second up, Kelly Holcomb <laughs> taking Texas State <laughs> three points <laughs> home dogs against Louisiana Monroe, oh. and Texas State covered, making it twenty-four fourteen. Or excuse me. No, no, me, no, they did not. Monroe cover. covered. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. Monroe covered. Monroe wins twenty four fourteen. Kelly was five and one in the contest going into last week. He is now five and two. Chase McCabe.
0: what wait, you, what
2: Kelly. Oh, Kelly, you, your, your reaction
0: Well,
4: I mean, I was in the game. We just had two fourth downs and we didn't you know, we were in the game. So I, I didn't I didn't lose that bad. I mean, you know, and, and what did I what did I fix you, Darren? What did I fix you after that?
0: Um you remember? Well, I remember texting you saying nice pick. Yeah, and
4: then, and then I said if Temple won, if Temple won, you, did. Won, you, sure won. Be you yep. did. You did. You did do that. And they did. Yep. yep. There you
2: go. Next up, it was Chase McCabe yeah. taking the Florida Gators, 13 and a half point dogs on the road in Baton Rouge and LSU covered. Mm. 42 to 28. Chase McCabe moves to 0 and 7. On so the not season.
0: only so you are making a point to say that everybody covered so I, uh, you're saying all the picks were not only bad they also lost against this one. I'm glad you've picked up on the uh, yeah. the subtle hint there. Yeah.
3: See, I feel like, you know, I, I've made life changes this week. Have you? I went to the you, gym. You've been working out. You've been, been
2: Thomas Rhett this week. You've made life
3: changes. Yeah, I did. I saw Thomas Rhett. He did the song Life Changes, and then I made life changes. I went to the gym. I've gone <laughs> three days so far this week, and I'm hurting, and, you know, it's helping me think about things. You know, while I'm sitting there working out, I'm thinking about my picks, and, uh-huh. you know, Kelly and Chris, and, you know, they're trash talking, and, and so I'm, I, I'm ready to try and get these demons out and just get on the board.
2: Okay. that was inspiring thank, thank you. you I'm ready to run through a wall now good I'm ready to go to the why next up Chris Sanders <laughs> yes sir taking Oregon states 14 point laughing? 14 I, I'm not laughing 14point home dogs to the Utah Utes oh and Utah God. covered with a 52 to 7 win <laughs> over
1: Oregon State <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-two hey, to seven. I turned the game off. I turned the game off in the first quarter. I said, "This is this is a wrap." And I was I was frustrated, and and my girlfriend was like, "I told you not to pick them, so I I picked wrong, so it was mm.
3: disappointing." Well, you got to listen to her. Mm-hmm.
1: I got to man. It was it was bad, but I turned it off like the first five minutes. I said, "It is a wrap."
2: We look forward to hearing her pick uh, next seven. <laughs> Up next, it was Darren McFarland. What do you taking West Virginia 10 point dog at home against the Iowa State Cyclones and the Iowa Iowa State Cyclones
0: covered 38-14. You know what the score was at half? No. I'm not making this up. No. 14-0. That was the score at half. I'm like, "All right. Nice. All right. That halftime that
2: halftime speech really inspired the Mountaineers.
0: Yeah. It was I was watching it. I was like, "All right, okay. 14-14 yeah. a half. All right, we got this. Come on Mountaineers, let's go. Let's go."
2: And then Iowa State pulls away and makes Darren McFarland also 0-7 on the season. I turned it
0: off pretty early on the second half. Nick Kale was the for the clean sweep of everybody losing and not covering. Well, I
2: not quite. Nick Kale took Texas, ten and a half point oh. dogs against Oklahoma, and Texas did cover 34 27. So, Nick, congratulations. You were the only one who picked an underdog last week that actually covered. But you don't get any points for yeah, him. Thanks. That means nothing.
4: Thank you very much. But Ryan. thanks. But, it, you know, the new, the new default in life when you fail, I'm just going to
1: use blame Roger Stafford. I blame Roger Stafford.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all his fault. That's
1: your reaction to that game? He was Ken, a captain. Ken, Ken wisenhunt has
0: been gone long enough, so we can't blame him anymore. So that's – I guess that's what you're saying. That's the new guy to blame?
1: Yep.
4: We blame it on Big Rod.
0: Okay. All right. So last week, week seven –
2: <laughs> there you go. The sound effect that uh, I was looking for. First up for week eight, next segment, will be Kelly Holcomb. Mm. That will be coming up next for the start of week eight of Silly Underdog Picks, brought to you by Vol- Volunteer Hose and Gasket. And followed by, do we have like
0: the rest of the order? Or you just I- I'll get give to it. I'll get to it. Pick? Yeah, I'll get to it. Why Kelly sifts through Montana Tech's stats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, who's so there got, you go who's got the second oh. pick
0: second
2: pick is chase third pick chris fourth pick darren fifth pick, Nick, there's and open. then d mace all right
0: so that's your order of of picks for week eight all right we'll be back with these wonderful selections on the other side darren Donnie, and chase espn 1025 the game
1: there's no need to fear underdog is here
0: Welcome back in Silly Underdog Picks picks,
2: brought to you by a volunteer hose and gasket ESPN 1025 the game Darren Donick and Chase it is time for the week eight selections before we get to the week eight selections should I update everybody on the standings I guess Chris Sanders in first place with 29 points. Kelly Holcomb Boo. in second with 26 and a half. Let's go. Derek Mason and Nick Kale tied at 10 and a half. Mm. And then mm. Chase McCabe and Darren McFarland <laughs> to my right. Tied. Both mm. tied, tied with um, zero. Zero, point zero. Zero, zero. Point 0.0. 0.0. Thank you, Max. Appreciate it. What First week, what week is this? This is week 8. Week 8. 0. Points. Ha, have we crossed the midway point of the college football season? Yeah. Yeah. In this contest? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. This might be the midway this point. This may
0: be the midway point.
2: Yeah. Okay. You guys have some work to do. First up in week 8, it is oh, the a, one at a perspective and only Kelly Holcomb.
5: Country roads, take him home. We're in West Virginia. <laughs>
0: Was my mic on? I'm sorry.
5: Well
4: played. <laughs> well played. I liked it. Uh, okay. Once again, I have two games, and I hope I don't make the wrong mistake. This time. I'm just going, and I'm still going to. You know, Chris is only two and a half points ahead of me, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yes, hit singles here. Until he, uh, you know, he he gets lucky with his girlfriend again, and maybe hits another one.
0: <coughs> he, he's so. not listening, Kelly. He's talking the whole time. That's, so. fine.
4: That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so I'm going to say that I'm going to say that the Boston College Eagles defeat NC State.
5: Mm. Mm.
2: Look at Kelly Holcomb trying to just matriculate that ball down the field. That's right. Boston College at home this week against NC State, a three and a half point dog at home. According to CBS, Boston College three and three, NC State four and two.
4: Boston College is yet to win on the road, so we're going. We're, 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 I'm hoping that holds true.
0: There you go. Sorry, I, 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 what am I going to say? Good, good pick, Kelly. It probably will <laughs> be, knowing Kelly Holcomb's track well, record. I mean, three in and, this a competition. and a half. I can't even look at three. I don't even know these games exist.
4: I mean, they're they've been playing a backup quarterback. Two and but he he almost he almost you know he almost came through last week against
0: Louisville. Oh yeah, so you feel pretty good about that pick?
4: I do feel pretty good about that pick. I, I like it. I mean, it, you know, NC State hasn't won on the road yet; they're one two.
2: Okay, all right. Well, next up in the competition is the one and only Chase McCabe.
1: It's loud.
3: I think maybe I need to start doing this contest after a few ice cold beers. Because this is where we're at right now. Would it matter? Probably not.
2: Mm. <laughs> As Dan- Darren with his mic off just profusely shakes his head. Would it, ma- would it head. matter
3: for you? No. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what I thought.
0: I'd probably pick West Virginia again if I was drinking.
2: <laughs> I, made, I I made the joke with Chase last week, figuring that Florida was going to lose at LSU, saying that, you know what, just to get on the board, you should go with a like a half point or one point spread this yeah. week. But we'll see we'll see what he has up his sleeve. Chase.
3: I could do that, but I'm what, not what's your pick? I'm not going to. Okay. I'm gonna go to the Big Ten. Oh. Oh, uh, oh we got Ooh. some attention. <laughs> and I am going to take the Michigan Wolverines wow. on the road at Penn State. Nine point dog let's go jim harbaugh that will
2: be under the lights mm. in prime time
4: mm. you wonder why you're zero eight yeah he's actually zero and
2: seven he's actually 7. and seven
0: well i think nick was saying now you're zero
2: eight right yeah we'll see penn state usually plays well in prime time at home with the wide out yeah hosting yeah. michigan michigan five something. and one penn state six and oh Penn State, again, nine-point dogs at home in primetime against Michigan. That is the pick for Chase McCabe.
3: Giggity. Oh,
1: that's wax.
2: I don't <laughs> <work>. <laughs> Next up for week eight will be Chris Sanders. Let's go. Yeah, All I do
1: is win, 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 no matter well. what.
5: Yes, sir. And they stay, there. Well, and they stay down. Well, here's my pick. Okay, they've taken it. Hey, guys. Oh! Whoa, wait a minute, wait Whoa. a Whoa. minute, wait a minute.
0: Curveball. Is, is that Chris? Chris, did your voice just. <laughs> did you just this take a swift kick?
5: kick? This is Chris's um, better half,
0: yeah? Oh. This is Ashley. Ashley, okay. Hi, yes.
5: Hi, Kelly? So he. Yeah, so he gave me the phone and told me I had to do his pick, which is? Sure. Okay. He said Vandy over Mizzou.
0: Now, wait a minute. Ashley, whose pick is this? Is this your pick or is this Chris's pick?
5: (laughs) It's his pick. And I know. (laughs) No, Listen, I know there is a huge point spread. Is it like 21?
1: Yeah, 21. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's aggressive. I told him to play
1: conservative.
5: (laughs) He doesn't listen to me until he was. I wasn't gonna get involved until after week one when he took, Fort Atlantic. When at Fort Atlantic over Ohio State, I was like, "Oh, babe, Mm -hmm. no." So I had to get involved just a little bit. (laughs) Vanderbilt. I try try to stay on the you know backside of it, and I just tell him point spreads and who's a good pick and who's not a good pick, and you know he just takes it from there.
0: Hmm. So I'm confused. We're confused. So we're happy that Chris did the right thing and I'll let you get on there, Ashley. But but why did he make the pick? Like this should be your
5: pick. Yeah. I don't know. I just I have, he I don't know. He we go with like three, and he he's like we got to do this. We got to do this, and he like pumps me up, and he's like it's 21 points, and then we'll take off. I'm like here no. Yeah, but still, buddy. Okay. And then I'm like, you're in the lead, just play conservative. He's like, no, that's what Kelly did, and we passed him, and now we got you to know, just go for it all, and, you know, you know he is.
3: Okay, okay. Field goals are okay, Chris. You right, should know.
5: No, I'll give the phone back. Here he is.
3: All right, so that so
5: Let's go!
0: Little insight from the the track star. The track star wants to just keep running downfield as fast as he can. All right, so Vanderbilt 21
2: Point dogs at home on Saturday afternoon against the Missouri Tigers. Mm. The 22nd ranked Missouri Tigers. Missouri is 5-1. and one, Vandy is 1-5. Okay. <laughs> Thanks they,
1: for the confidence. <laughs> mm.
2: burp, 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 burp. I don't think many others uh, on the panel were circling All that right. one.
3: All right. Well, I've sworn off the state of Tennessee, so.
2: Okay. Good for you. <laughs> Up next in the competition, it is Mac Darren McFarland.
1: the double place I feel when we win so catch Be a believer. The Indians.
0: I have not lost my confidence I haven't I just say it five times over and over in my head I haven't lost my confidence I haven't lost my confidence
2: If you keep telling yourself that do you feel like yeah you will remain confident? Yeah. I think. You sound very confident
3: right now. He looks confident, too. You should see him. He's I need sweating. a time- How many
0: timeouts do I have, Max?
3: You're out of timeouts.
0: We got the wrong unit on the field. We look like we're a There's mess. There's too
1: many men out there. We
0: look like we're a mess. <laughs> this is not the formation. <laughs> Why is the punter out there? I said, go for it. <laughs> I'm going for it. Uh Uh-oh. I just Uh told the punter to get off the field. Uh Get the heck off the field.
3: Fourth and 15. Here we go.
0: I have watched Iowa for the last two weeks, and their offense is just like my picks. It stinks. They're a 17-and-a-half point favorite versus Purdue. I know Purdue's been Mm. dealing with injuries. But I'm not impressed with Iowa. Their defense is good. Mm. I'm going to take a chance on Purdue. They're beat Ooh. up, though. They're beat up, I know. And it's in
2: Iowa City. So, <laughs> Purdue on the road, 17.5-point dogs
3: Ooh.
2: against the 23rd-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes. And I don't think Rondale Moore is playing in that game.
3: They're called silly for a reason. Yeah. Though. So
2: no,
0: no, no confidence,
2: huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm... Just kind of setting expectations here. I so looked at it. So you don't like me pulling the punter <laughs> off the field on fourth and fourteen. No. Okay. So Darren goes with the Purdue Boilermakers. Again, 17-and-a-half point dogs on the road at Kinnick Stadium against
0: the Iowa Hawkeyes.
1: Mm. No, no,
0: nobody even says anything. That tells the story. Everybody just keeps groaning. Yeah, a little
2: now bit.
1: I you know why you're 0
0: So up next in the competition,
2: Nick Kale. All
4: right, boys. We got to get off the Schneid here. We got to get some winners. This is getting downright ridiculous. How many weeks has it been since I picked a winner?
2: I don't know. Too many.
4: All right. So I'm going to go Arizona State.
5: I'm going to back
0: Herman. Mm, Utah man, I thought about that one, Nick. Gosh, I thought about it. Too. Thought about it.
4: Dang it! They've already defeated Michigan State, Cal, and uh, I believe another big team as well. So they they get up for big games. Give me, uh, give me uh, Arizona State.
2: Arizona State, 14 point dogs on the road at Utah. Yep. I like
0: it. I honestly, that both was... are ranked
2: teams. I haven't watched a whole lot of Arizona State, and I haven't watched a whole lot of Utah. But the fact that Arizona State and Utah are both ranked in the top 20, and
0: that's a 14-point spread. They beat the Crazy Pirate. Like you said, they beat Michigan State. beat Col- No, they lost to Colorado. That's their only hiccup. I think that was Forever Titans' pick. I think he won with that game. So, I like it. It's probably got a better shot than mine. So a good pick. Maybe.
2: Yeah, Maybe. So that is Nick Kale's pick for week eight. Now we wrap up week eight picks. Week eight's picks with Derek Mason.
1: All right, turn the music off. Enough. Scott wow. says tighten it up. Scott says <laughs> tighten this thing up. All right. Here we go. UCLA. I'm picking UCLA. There we go. Y'all got it? UCLA three
2: and UCLA. a half D road dogs. Is that, is that game tonight at Stanford? Yeah, it is uh, tonight. it's tonight. That's tonight. Yeah, at Stanford. So UCLA, the Bruins, the Fighting Floyd Reeses, on the road at Stanford, three and a half point dogs. That is the pick for Derek Mason. Was that on anybody else's board? No, I don't even look no. at three. And, I don't
3: look yeah, at three and a half do, games. Does nothing for me. Well,
0: don't look at those games. Yeah. All right, they don't even exist. Okay. <laughs>
2: So those are your week eight picks. Let's review very quickly. Kelly Holcomb, Boston College, three-and-a-half point dogs at home against NC State. Chase McCabe, who is for 0-7 on the season, looking for his first victory, going with Michigan on the road at Penn State under the lights. Nine-point dogs is Michigan. Chris Sanders going with Vanderbilt. 21-point home dogs to Missouri. Darren going with Purdue. 17.5-point dogs at Iowa. Nick Kale, Arizona State. 14-point dogs on the road at Utah. And Derek Mason going with the UCLA Bruins. 3.5-point underdogs at Stanford. Gentlemen. And I mean this sincerely, especially to the two in the studio here.
0: Good luck. Yeah, whatever. Appreciate you. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Uh, enjoy the week off, Chris. Enjoy Gatlinburg. Kelly. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Best of luck against Oakland tomorrow.
4: Thanks, man. Good job, Ryan. You did
0: great. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate right, the support, Kelly. The ringing right. endorsement from Kelly Holcomb on Ryan Portsworth's work as the commissioner. We'll come back. More of Darren, Donnick, and Chase. Don't forget our weekly, our first installment of Elliot Friedman. Coming up at 1 o'clock. More coming on ESPN, 1025 The Game. Always fun. Do silly underdog picks. Don't forget, you, the listeners, get three picks every week. We've got weekly winners. It's never, never too late to jump in our contest. We have weekly winners. We have grand prize winners. And you heard Ryan mention Kim, who won last week, and she's going to Music City Bowl.
3: That'll be very cool. So
0: there's sports tickets. There's concert tickets. There's great prizes. Just jump in there. Pick three teams that are underdogs and collect points if they win. Let's be honest. There's a whole lot of you out there that are better pickers
3: than us. <laughs> especially, especially us for right here in the studio right now. But, yeah, a lot of fun. So uh, go check it out at com.
0: We're going to talk to Ellie Freeman at 1 o'clock. We're excited about that. Plus, we'll have Predators tickets to give away after that interview wanted to uh quickly also mention that uh 1.2 million people right here in the u.s are living or in remission from a blood cancer this is important because we had a really good conversation with rod gilmore a couple days ago on the show and he does really good work as a college football analyst for espn and he has been dealing with a rare blood cancer myeloma and he's been talking he talked about multiple myelomas what he talked about with us and espn the game nashville is uh teamed up and there's going to be a light the night walk at nissan stadium that's going to be friday november 1st that is just around the corner and you could be a part of saving a life or being a part of the event which uh if you want to find out more details or to be a part of the event or just contribute you can go to light the slash events slash nashville once again light the slash events slash nashville and I hope a lot of you do get involved. Like yeah, I said, sure. even if it's just to contribute.
3: Yeah, for sure. So um I, I actually donate a little bit, so get uh you know, go to the game Nashville and check that out. A couple of uh notes about the Titans opponent that I have seen. I've seen some stuff coming out. Um they have placed Travis Benjamin on IR, mm-hmm. so yet another player wide, goes wide down receiver. for them wide mm-hmm. receiver and uh the chart so this tweet coming out from ian Rappaport, the chargers who have been killed with injuries all year get a big boost russell okung could return and play this week with melvin gordon shaking the rust off that could help things out getting russell okung we talked to eric williams yesterday from espn and that was his status was up in the air of what could be going on with russell okung so if they get him back that's going to be huge for the chargers
0: So there you go. Bad news and good news.
3: Yep. They're stunned. Po- and we
0: pointed out earlier the record since they've been in Nashville is not good against the Chargers. They only have one win, and that came in what was that twenty thirteen thirteen, right? Jake Locker, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Twenty thirteen. Was the one win against the Chargers since they've been here and that's going back to nineteen ninety eight when they played at Vanderbilt and lost to Ryan Leaf and the Chargers, but they beat um, then San Diego in September. It was the third game of the season, 20-17 to 17, back in 2013. So the history has not been good, but there's been a lot of news. We had Rashard Matthews on in the second hour of the program, and really uh, I guess a lot of it was the way I took it was him kind of just questioning the leadership. He would have yeah. liked to have seen – Marcus exert himself a little bit more, insert himself into, you know, getting everybody going, right? He said at that position you've got to do that, and it's tough. And and even used the word baby. Mm -hmm. They've babied him and forced him. You know, it's kind of like, hey, you're the quarterback. You have to. Right. You have to. You You have to be what you're not. You can't go, go. No, you have to go do this, you know. Right. Because we've said it before, you're not going to change his personality. And if he never had to speak to anybody, it doesn't make him a bad person. We know he's a really good person. But you can't play that position and make that money and be the number two pick overall in that league and hide. You just can't. It's
3: impossible. No, you can't. Well, you can,
0: but that means if you're hiding, that means you've gone away. Like you're out of the league.
3: And, I mean, look – you you heard in the interview with Rashard Matthews that he you know he even continues to say that he's a nice guy and you you want it to work but at some point you know it's year five you have to you kind of have to say all right well maybe it's not working we got to try something else and you know I look at Twitter and you know a lot of people are responding to his quotes and you know we all understand how Rashard Matthews left and that that wasn't the way to go about it and I think he realizes that and and we all of course knew that well he even
0: brought up in the interview about swat he was kidding his, but i don't know yeah. how much he was kidding i've even kidded with my wife but you know it didn't seem right. like he was really kidding like i should have just swallowed my pride and right. it sounds like i took it it sounded to me a little bit like he he definitely misses yeah being in the room he misses the game
3: and i think we're all we've all been in situations where maybe we didn't make the right choice at the time and if you could go back and do it again you would but that's life and just because he you know left the team under those circumstances and some people you know tweeting saying he's a quitter well you know what it doesn't necessarily make him wrong in what he's saying
0: i know i kind of laugh at that stuff i mean i i expect that and you're entitled there people are entitled to their opinion well, sure, wait, and think but, what they want but mm-hmm. as you said it's well documented Sure. it's not like so i ask i ask everybody out there so you you think that we should not have him on because Right, because of that. So what? What he says has no relevance at all. Like he doesn't know the room. He doesn't know either quarterback be, because of how it all ended for him. And I right. get it. You're not, you're not wrong in in thinking that. I we we've said it here on the show. We he quit on the team. He did. He did. He quit right. on this team. He did. But that doesn't mean that what he says about either Ryan Tannehill or in this case Marcus Mariota is wrong. He was in the room. He played with them. Okay, that's his observation it's his opinion because of how it ended here why why does that make what he said wrong you can still be mad at him you can still call him a quitter if you want but does that make his everything he says incorrect or a lot i mean what or what we're not supposed to have him on because of that why no. is it irrelevant what he says if he quit so he yeah he quit so right. what does
3: that mean he still knows what's going on. I mean, he was still here. He still witnessed the things that were happening. And so I don't think you can just be so quick to dismiss what somebody says because of how they left the situation. I mean, that, that's just – I, again, people are entitled to how they want to feel. But I'm just telling you, I, I don't think you should dismiss somebody because, oh, well, he quit the team. So he, anything he says, I don't believe. I don't think that's the best way to go about it. If you listen to the interview – I'll tell you, me being honest, I was surprised at how
0: much he praised John Robinson. Yeah. in the front office and, and the Bray head Bull. coach. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's one thing if he if he came on here and he was just like a flamethrower, right? Right, and he is just trying to burn down the place, right? You'd say, well, that guy's got an axe to grind. He quit. You know, you could come up with all. Uh, it was just the opposite, and. and by the way, for all the stuff that he did say, which in his mind he believes he's telling the truth, he also paid compliments to Marcus. I mean, yeah. he said nice things. But he also said, look, everybody roots for him. Everybody wants him to succeed like we've all said. But there also comes a point it's a results business. It is a business. And there's other things that you have to do to make it work. And, he, and he, that was his observations. That was his opinion. However it played out here, what does that have to do with anything?
3: In my opinion, that's just the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way, and I, I think we all do the same thing. We we always say, you know, Marcus is a he's a good guy. I mean, that's what we see, and you so you pull for good guys. But at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, you, you can be the best person in the world, and you're not going to be the best at what you do. So I, I just think we've come to that point where – we all, I think, wanted to see this work in in the organization. To their credit, I mean, they may, they tried to make it work. Did they not? I mean, they did everything, mm-hmm. and, and even to the point of John Robinson being the general manager saying, "You know what? This coaching staff is not getting the most out of this quarterback, so we're going to get a new coaching staff." So they threw everything they could, you know, to make to make it work, and it just hasn't. It's been the same. It's been inconsistent, and then. You know, Rashard Matthews is not the first former Titans receiver we have heard say, you know, Marcus needs to be more vocal. He needs to be more of that leader. I mean, Eric Decker said it after his his brief period here that, you know, I wish he would be a little more vocal and get, get in the huddle and command the huddle a little bit more. And that, I think, has been the biggest knock on Marcus that he just doesn't take over. And I go back to my reference earlier. And, oh, by the way, the head coach said that. Yeah, the head coach has said that. And I go back to my reference earlier of Steve McNair. You know, Steve McNair was a quiet guy. He was, you know, he wasn't going to just bust in a room and start, you know, screaming and yelling and taking control like that. He he was going to do it his way. But when he talked, he listened. That That's the big thing. And I, I just don't know if that's the case with Marcus. I don't. I. I just don't yeah, believe don't, it is. I don't think so either. And it's not going to change. By the no, way, no, it's you, not. It, it's some. It's year five. How many times are we saying that it's yeah. year five? You can't just go. You know what? Today I'm going to. I'm going to call a players only meeting. I'm going to get in front of the locker room. And I'm going to say, guys, you know we got to get our heads out of here. You know what? And we got to go. And we got to beat L.A. And blah blah blah. And however he does it, it's not going to happen. That's just not how he is. He's not wired that way.
0: When we had Kelly Holcomb on, and by the way, I think we're going to have Kelly on again tomorrow. We're going to have him on again tomorrow. Because that, that was good. I wish we could have gone a little bit further. But he he said that he believes his observations is that Marcus has just lost all of his confidence. And
3: yeah. for and people out true. there
0: that don't understand that, and I know there's a lot that don't get that. Like how does a professional athlete that plays especially that sport making millions of dollars, how could they lose their confidence? They're all confident. Yes, but in professional sports, you can lose your confidence in a hurry. You can because at the highest level, whether it's the NFL or the NHL or Major League Baseball or the NBA, you are playing against the best in the world. Yeah. And while you were great at every level, every level, you may have been the star at every level. You, It is very, very difficult. And at the highest level, you get humbled in a hurry. And if you can't dig your way out, it's very easy to lose your confidence. Yeah. Professional athletes, yes, who exude tons of confidence. Yes, they have tons of confidence They're to also do what human. they do. They're human beings, and they can also lose it. Just like that.
3: And as someone that has struggled with confidence my entire life, I understand. Do it,
0: you think the Predators lost confidence in the power play last year? Yes. How is that possible? They're professional athletes getting paid millions of dollars. They're human beings, too. Right. They, they absolutely lost confidence in the power play. Yeah. They did. They're human beings. Right. Yes, they're they're paid to play hockey, and they're great at
3: it. But if you keep doing but something, it, it, it doesn't it does work, work.
0: Guess what? You lose confidence in
3: it. Yeah that's how it works
0: it's it's real
3: totally real and and so i think it that's where people fans and and i love the passion but you have to take a step back and go you know what i don't know what he's thinking you know i don't i would imagine that marcus Mariota, this is a week he'd like to forget i bet he's been hurting and not physically like i'm sure that he is legit hurting because he feels like he failed himself, his teammates, everybody else, because he got sad. And, you know, that stinks, but that's a part of it. And you heard Rashard say it. You've heard others say it. I mean, Mike Vrabel said yesterday he's not closing the door on anything. This is one week against the Chargers. Who knows what happens? I mean, we, we have seen time and time again where a quarterback comes in. But to your point that you made the other day, you're kind of past the point of trying to spark something with Marcus, and and for you know him to be motivated. In fact, did you motivated? catch
0: Richard Matthews, the yeah. light, the fire, and it's yeah. like it cracks me up. So, you think a guy that has been forced to be a leader, mm-hmm. and a guy that you know isn't that vocal leader, is now going to have his fire ignite? Now you're going to light the fire? Like why would he turn into something he's not? not gonna, he's not going to ignite any fire. This right. is his makeup. This is what he is. You don't think he didn't have everything in the world on the line this year, coming into this year? Everybody knew the storyline. He knew the storyline. He didn't have a new contract. Yep. He knew what was on the line. Right. He knows what people have been saying. He knows people question that he can't stay healthy. He knows that people question this and question that. You don't think he didn't know that? So all of a sudden, now, this is the switch that gets flipped? No, that's not how it works. No. It's not. Nope. This is what he, he's not all of a sudden become that that's gonna light his fire and he's gonna be this vocal guy and he's gonna come out and you're not gonna take my job. Away. That's not his makeup. That's no. It's not gonna change. It's nope. what he is. Did you listen to his words yesterday in the locker room?
3: Yeah. And that the uh till the day I die, like know that I gave it my best yes. and I stuff mean, like that. Does it sound like a
0: guy that's ready to flip tables over?
3: No. I can't no, believe they, I lost my job. I heard that. And what I've thrown out there to you and asked you about, it made more sense. That, you know what, I could see him being done after this. We will see.
0: We'll come back. Elliot Freeman, our first installment with him. He'll be a weekly on this show every Thursday at 1 o'clock. And then following that, a chance to win Predators tickets after that. Fourth and final hour of Darren, Donick and Chase next.